the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Danny Cannell, Chip Patterson, Barton Simmons, and Tom Fernelli. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Tom Fernelli. I'm Chip Patterson. Welcome to Bowl Season Daily. This is going to be your daily uh, edition of bowl information. The games that are on deck for that day, it's going to be winners. It's going to be the storylines, the narratives, everything that you're going to need every single morning. All you have to do is be a subscriber to the Cover 3 Podcast, and then boom, you wake up. It's there. Hey, it's Bowl Season Daily. So happy Monday morning, Monday afternoon, whenever you find this. Uh, We've got one bowl on deck today, and it is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, Just for the information, in case you need it, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time is going to be the kickoff. You can catch it on ESPN. It's North Texas from Conference USA against App State from the Sun Belt. Uh, Tom, North Texas went 4-5 and this season. They are in the postseason uh, because there are no bowl eligibility rules. App State is eight and three, six and two in the Sun Belt. Another pretty successful season. Wish they had a Sun Belt championship, sure. But North Texas is also a program that you've become familiar with because they flirt with bottom twenty-five status over the last couple of years. But they're boasting about all of uh, the steps forward they've taken this year offensively. You know, they've got a, a top fifteen offense in terms of yards per play. Their total offensive numbers are stupid, like all over five hundred yards, as we've seen from a lot of Seth Latrell's North Texas teams. But remember, Graham Harrell, USC, used to be the OC at North Texas. Do you think that this North Texas team took steps forward this year? Like they're showing up sub 500, but are they showing up at least feeling like they've, um, you know, not continued to slide backward? It's yeah, I, I guess like, I mean, they, they definitely finished, I think better than they started. If you look at their season, like they got off to a pretty bad start and they've evened things out and they are four and five. They don't have a winning record, but it's, it's not, it doesn't look all that different metric wise, because as you mentioned, you know, their offense is fine and their defense is bad. And that has pretty much been the case for a while now. They put up points and they give up points. And this year, especially playing in a somewhat weaker conference, USA conference, it's kind of really, it's, it's a little more difficult to judge them because this is a team that, you know, it, let me hear. Let me pull up the schedule here. Let me let me find this real quick. Like they they've started off the year with that Houston Baptist win, which was a fifty-seven to thirty-one win. And I think, like Houston, if I remember correctly, Houston Baptist had like a whole lot of yards in that game. Correct. And that was like the very first warning sign. It was like, uh oh, this this North Texas defense. And then they got crushed by SMU. Then they lost to a Southern Miss team that had you know just fired its coach and was on an interim coach who eventually would get COVID and then do a Zoom interview and then leave for another job during the middle of the year. They 
lost to a Charlotte team that we really didn't know absolutely nothing about because I don't even know if they played any other games besides that one game in which they beat North Texas. And then they beat a Middle Tennessee team, which at the time was really, really bad and getting its butt kicked every single week. And then they had two games postponed, a third game canceled. And it was pretty obvious that that time that they had off because of those cancellations and postponements, they spent it wisely because they came back and they weren't great, but they definitely looked better. Like they picked up the win against Rice that, you mm-hmm. know, I remember the locks pod. Barton was all over Rice in that one. North Texas said, no, screw you, Barton. <laughs> but then they lost to UTSA and Louisiana Tech, two decent teams, two teams that are going to be bowling this year, but they weren't very competitive in those games. And then they squeaked by UTEP at the end with a 45 to 43 win. So when I look at this team from start to finish, I don't think it's a very good team. And if we look at the point spread, it is currently a 19, 19 and a half point, some places 20 point underdog to App State. So I'm not expecting this one to be a very competitive game. And it's just, it's, it's the perfect start to bowl season in 2020 in that it's probably going to be a blowout and it's happening on a Monday afternoon. Yeah. Monday afternoon, because this is really almost a, um, we would be already having our first Saturday in, right? If we had been mm-hmm. on a traditional calendar, then that December 19th that we had conference championship games would have been a full day of bowls. You would have, you know, binged your way through Saturday, gone from noon to midnight, and then all of a sudden just roll yourself into a Monday afternoon game. Instead, this Monday afternoon tilt in Myrtle Beach, and shout out, by the way, to uh, Marty and McGee, Marty Smith and Ryan McGee. They're going to be on the call here. So, uh, good, good friends with a lot of Myrtle beach history, a lot of Myrtle beach stories. They might as well be tour guides if you need them to be, uh, but they will be on the call. Another reason here. So app state was in Myrtle beach earlier this season yep. in a kind of backbreaking loss to coastal Carolina. I felt like the, I mean, bias here for sure, but I felt like the Mountaineers played coastal Carolina really, really well in that game. And I remember coastal Carolina covering the spread because of uh, kind of a garbage time pick six we always play the the motivation game in terms of, you know, do you want to be here? There's some, you know, some seniors on this team that have been a part of some very successful uh, teams. You know, Zach Thomas, obviously uh, one of the winningest quarterbacks in program history. You've also got uh, senior Thomas Hennigan uh, at the wide receiver position, you know, senior Shamar John Charles, like there are, he's a Thorpe Ward semifinalist. Um, there's a lot of leadership here. Do you think that just, you know, hard to always take the temperature, but do you think that App State wants to be here? Do you think they show up? Because they are 19-point favorites. I, th- I think we can't make that argument this year about whether a team wants to be there because as we've seen, a oh. lot of teams have said we don't want to be there and then they've just decided not to be there. They're they're opting out of games. So I feel like we can't... I think it's easier to question the motivation. Now that said, there's still the whole thing. It's like, if it's a team vote, maybe, you know, the team, some of the team voted to be there. Some of them didn't, who knows, but I just think that if you're app state, if there's motivation for this game, it's that, you know, you didn't win your conference this year. You didn't win your division and you kind of stumbled towards the finish line anyway. Like you got off to a very hot start to the season. You, your only loss was early in the year to Marshall. It wasn't a conference loss. So you were still in it. And then you mentioned that game at coastal. That was their first conference loss. They rebounded with the win over Troy, but then the week after that, they lost to Louisiana and then they got a close win over Georgia Southern team that, you know, so they've lost two of their last four games. And the two losses were against the two main competitors that they have in their conference. So I feel like if you're the Mountaineers, 
this is a game where maybe you can at least finish, like you mentioned all the senior leadership and all that stuff in the team. This is the kind of situation where, okay, I'm going to finish my college football career with a good taste in my mouth. And North Texas presents an opportunity to get that good taste in your mouth because I do think the Mountaineers are the superior team in this matchup. We need to open up a restaurant in Denton called North Texas. We've got that good taste in your mouth. <laughs> uh, so the you mentioned, oh, by the way, here's motivation. App State. Bowl games, never lost. There you go. A perfect 5-0 since making the transition from FCS to FBS and becoming bowl eligible. They've got a win in the Montgomery Bowl in 2015, win in the Montgomery Bowl 2016, Mobile in 2017, and back-to-back bowl wins in the New Orleans Bowl in 18 and 19. It's kind of, I mean, they got coaching changes, go in a bowl game. First time in a bowl game, go in a bowl game. I I expect that will happen. All right, before we get out of here, we're going to always here on Bowl Season Daily try to give some leans, some some picks, some thoughts. You mentioned 18 and a half, 19, 19 and a half. I think our over under is set around 63. Boy, that's a... Go figure it out number. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's nine touchdowns for an afternoon tilt on the uh on the surf. With an awful defense on one side and a yeah, it's uh I mean, one thing I will say if depending on when you're listening or watching, pay attention to the weather forecast because there are some wins in the forecast for this game on Monday afternoon, although I don't know how much that's gonna matter with how bad North Texas's defense is. My early lean here, and I don't love anything, but I am leaning App State just because I have a hard time seeing the mean green defense get stops. Yeah, and App's defense uh, might give up some points, but they're like it. It, it will be a um, scores every time they have the ball versus scores like a third to half the time they have the ball type flow of the game. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to say an over, especially with that weather forecast that you gave me, but I might lean an over because I yeah. think that App State could put up 45 easily. And North Texas is potent enough that if they can just hit a couple big plays, um, they can figure out a way to, to get us the rest of the way. But I, I'll be with you. I'll take App State as my strongest pick and I'll go over the 63 as a slight lean unless and always make sure you check your weather forecast. Uh, Again, that game is 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, You can see it on ESPN, App State and North Texas. Make sure that you subscribe to the Cover 3 podcast. We will be back every single morning, bowl season daily, setting the table with bowls for you every day during bowl season. Uh, We'll be back on Tuesday with a look ahead to Tulane, Nevada, UCF, BYU. Tom, thank you very much. Thank you. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search 
The rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Beats.